What is up, everybody? Welcome to this week's episode of the Dense Pixels Podcast. I'm your host, Brad, joined by my co-hosts, Micah hey. and Carrie. What's up? Um, I don't know what I want to talk about first between Fall Guys and getting Micah's take on the Avengers beta, which I'm sad to learn that Micah played because that means Micah had to pre-order the game in order to have gotten access to it. <laughs> I mean, I, to- I told you. I, 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 are you surprised? Are you surprised? Are you really surprised? I'm not like truly surprised, but you've not shown an ounce of excitement to play this game. And I understand why, because so far everything I've seen about it has not looked exciting. So I guess we're going to talk about your impressions of the Marvel Avengers or Avengers Avengers Avengers. Avengers. (laughs) (laughs) She let's talk about those Avengers there. Uh, Of that beta, yes. Um, so you know everything I say, just keep in mind it's a beta and all that. You know all the disclaimers of it's not finished, and all you Marvel's Avengers fanboys who have decided that you uh, that this is the best game in the world. Just like I understand it's a beta, and I understand that there are uh, things that could be fixed. Probably won't, but could be fixed. Um, it's it's not. It's not bad. Um, I can but, I can tell you what I thought about it from watching gameplay videos, <laughs> or at least it what is, it reminded me of in terms of what you're doing and what I saw I'm, someone compare it to Anthem. Yes, like, that is the exact thing that I thought about. Yeah, that's yeah, not a good comparison. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of it's kind of like Anthem. Like so, there's a there's a germ of a good idea here. Um, and that I think the story might be interesting mm-hmm. and, um, you get to play the first, you get to play a truncated, uh, San Francisco, the, the San Francisco scene that we've all seen. You, that's the first mission in the game. You get to play a truncated version of that. And then you get to play, it skips ahead a bit and you can play a truncated version of the second mission. Um, and it seems interesting, right? Like I want to, I, I, I'm interested enough to want to figure that out uh the way the game plays so it's it borders on button mashy mm-hmm. right because you you have a lot of options uh depending on the character you choose black widow is the best character um iron man would be fun if if you get used to the weird like flying mechanics they're not weird i'm assuming this is the best that anyone could possibly do given this type of game with that type of character it just takes a minute to get used to uh hulk's kind of boring and then kamala is somewhere between um hulk and black widow um like it's a lot of it's it's light attacks and heavy attacks and you can depending on the character you are it could be kind of fun right like i said black widow's kind of fun doing her light and heavy attacks uh you can do like god of war style five hit light combos or three hit heavy combos or you could do uh light hit combos and then end it with a heavy attack and then they have stun attacks each character has the same control scheme, but some of them do different things, right? Captain America can block because shield. No one else can block, but they can parry, right? The Hulk 
can't block, but he can parry. The Hulk, the giant green monster, is can't block. Can't just parry. can't just do this. Right, right. He cool. can't he can't he can't block, but he can parry. Um, I say Black Widow is the best character because one, I, I mean, it doesn't make sense, but I guess it's a video game, so I'm thinking too much into it. But like the Hulk and Black Widow kind of have the same power level; like it takes the same amount of hits to beat up a robot as the Hulk as it does Black Widow, the Hulk, a giant green monster, Black Widow, a regular human competent at her job, and it just is. I don't know, but you know that's nitpicky. Um, I don't even think that's nitpicky. <laughs> like it just doesn't make sense in the no, world. No. You know what I mean? Nope. <laughs> but um, Black Widow has the ability to maneuver around the battlefield uh, the best out of everyone that I've played because she has this grappling hook that can pull her toward enemies. It can, it can. Uh, um, uh let her escape danger she can uh throw up a each character has uh a super offensive ability a super support ability and like a mega super signature ability right uh hers her those abilities for her are kind of boring but her her support uh thing is she can turn invisible which means she can get away from danger easily and that that's actually a huge help Hmm. Um, and she has uh, a really good balance of, of melee and range. Like everybody has melee and ranged, but like the Hulk's more melee than ranged. Uh, same thing with Kamala. They're more, more melee than ranged and Black Widow and Iron Man are, are more, Iron Man is way more ranged than melee and Black Widow is a very nice balance. Um, so yeah, I, I really I really like her. Then I, I played Iron Man. Iron Man would be cool if they could kind of get that flying thing down. One thing one thing Anthem of, did really well. <laughs> and, it's, and it's had a fly. So. It's, and it, it is okay, but it is but like in the thick of battle, right? Like with all this stuff going on, you have to you have to remember that you can press X to jump or you can press and hold X to hover. And then while you're hovering, you can press X again to ascend. You can press circle to descend. You can tap X while you're hovering to drop down. While you're hovering, you can click the thumbstick to start flying immediately. Uh, and then you can cancel out of flying. Like, but, like it's, it seems overly complicated, and you have to kind of get used to it to kind of really maneuver but I'd much rather just zip line to wherever I need to go using Black Widow, right? Um, you got to kind of play Iron Man like Iron Man. Like Iron, like Nolan North is playing Iron Man, and he's incredibly annoying in this game. And you got to kind of play Iron Man like that. Um, it's just... It, it, the way the characters play isn't bad, especially if you're Black Widow, right? Let's talk about the actual like missions, right? You have your story missions, uh, which are actually pretty good. You know, they they come with all the the set dressing and and all the scripted events that make it feel cinematic, right? I do enjoy I, I enjoyed the story missions, the ones that I played. Then you get to the drop zones and all that stuff, right? 
And there are like three or four different types of drop zones, right? One where you begin, you go to, you go to a point, you eliminate hostiles in the area, and that's it, right? There's one where you, uh, uh, you begin, you go to a point, you hold it, you hold that point while Jarvis is doing something. And kind of like when uh, in Destiny, when one of those like things crashes into the yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's a public event basically. It's a public event, but not public, right? Right, like so. It's the same. It's the same type of event, right? Um, and then there's another event where it's kind of like Control in Destiny, where there are three data points. There's Jarvis on your team is trying to upload something. Uh, aim is trying to stop Jarvis from uploading it. You have to keep going to the different control points to capture them. And and uh, if you have them captured, your meter goes up. That's kind of fun. It's like control and destiny with single player. Um, and then there's a drop zone that just combines all of them, which is kind of lazy. Um, and there's, there's, the, there's one of the problems. I can't that stuff is fun for a while, but like I feel like I've gotten everything I needed to get out of out of the beta from that game. Mm-hmm. Like 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 those missions, just doing those same missions over and over again. Um, I don't know how long that's gonna last, especially if you don't like one of the characters, because like you gotta you gotta level each character up individually. Um. I I was able to get into uh, where people were able to jump in my game. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't know until after the mission was over, and I actually saw that there was another human being there because there's no talking. There's which I don't necessarily mind. I'm not a talker unless I'm talking to my friends. But there's no talking, so it might be difficult difficult to coordinate. Wait, is that is that going to be true of the final game, or is that just with randos? Like, I'm assuming you can party chat if you're playing with people you know, not necessarily right. through game, but right. But I don't know if someone jumps into your game. Mm-hmm. Like normally, I can like hear people breathing, or right. you know, somebody, some kid is in the background. Um, but I didn't even know this person was in my game until I had finished it and saw that this person was there. Um, and there wasn't any like coordination or anything like that. So it was, it was kind of weird. Um, if you are playing by yourself, you get three other companions with you, but the companions are your characters that you have leveled up. So if they're kind of under leveled, they're kind of useless. Uh, if you die in single player, uh, the AI makes a, makes a, uh, makes it a, a priority to come heal you, to come raise you. But, you can only do that three times. If you die three times, no matter how many times, no, no matter how much health your companions have, if you die three times in a single player event, you that's it, game over. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we get to uh, the loot. You know, the loot is the thing that kind of makes you want to come back for this, right? Like, let's say you, like, the loot is just kind of boring, man. Like, it's just kind of whack. Right, like it. It doesn't feel like it does anything. It doesn't. Um, it feels like an afterthought. The only time you would really need it is if the game is like, "Hey, these guys are shooting cold guns at you, so you might want to put on some cold resistance." And even then, if you're leveled up enough, it doesn't really affect you. Um, 
you know, the the look doesn't the, the the loot doesn't and there's a button where you can just be like equip the best loot. And then it's like, oh, all right, well then what why are we even doing this? Why are we even doing this? Like what's the point? Like part of it is part of having a loot system is like min maxing and trying to figure out the best combination of of stuff to get your to get your mathematical number higher. But like no, no, here's a button. I will just do it for you. Well, like, what's the point of having a system? Isn't the other problem, too, is that, so, like, in other games that are looters, you have different types of weapons and different types of, you know, tools that, at your disposal that you can use, which also kind of hastens the chase. The attack patterns are kind of the same regardless of what you have equipped, correct? Or is there are there different weapons that you can get, too? No, no. It's all, like, support gear, mm-hmm. and it's it's... With like passive effects, um, the only type of like uh, you you might get something that's like three percent damage increase or something like that. And but it but it doesn't fundamentally change how you play or no okay. no it won't change how you play. Like like the cold gun example, right? Like people who are shooting you know uh, Mister Freeze's gun at you or whatever. You you might die, but if you go back equip the cold piece and mm-hmm. then go back in that same mission you still play it the same way you just won't take as much damage right so it's like i i don't i don't know man uh, the gear the the loot system feels tacked on it feels like a it feels like an afterthought i just like I said i i know much of what i need to know about your thoughts on this game when the beginning of your gameplay description was this game is going to be a solid like six and a half seven right is any is anyone playing it or on a wide basis after like two months i don't do think? think so okay i don't think so and i think the people that are excited to play this game just want to play the story right and that story i can't see anybody going back into it unless they have some sort of special event that introduces a new character like they said they're gonna have for um for spider-man so uh, you know i i don't i don't know and um like i would have i would have been a little more hyped for this game if it was just like a single player like like screw all that extra multiplayer stuff. Like I don't mind it being multiplayer, but like let's focus on the story and all these drop zones and stuff like that. Because you gotta, you really gotta grind, man. And that's not I'm not gonna be grinding all these characters, right? Like it's it's just not worth it to grind out the Hulk. It's just kind of boring. Mm-hmm. And look, it's a it's a beta. You've only you've only seen one of the skill trees. They have three skill trees. I've only seen uh, one of them, um, and they say that they're not gonna. You know, all of the, all of the monetary stuff is gonna be um, um, purely cosmetic, and you know, the game looks fine. I it just so wait, wait, wait. If if the monetary stuff is gonna be purely cosmetic, is the gear cosmetic at all, or is it literally just stat based? No, the gear is not. Cosmetic. It's just stat based. It's just, it's just stat based, hmm. right? And look, I get, they said, because a lot of people had that same question, it's like, you know, part of the fun in Destiny or whatever. It's the, is fa- it's like, the fashion show. Right, right. Like, because we are vain like that. Right? 
like, you want to see, like, when that's you... half the shit I do in Monster Hunter. Right. It's right. just work on new layered sets. Right. Like, and when you, it's kind of like there's a There's literally a tag in Monster Hunter where you can call, like, what are we doing in this session and just call it Fashion Hunter time. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, like, I imagine, like, if you kill a, a huge monster in Monster Hunter and it drops some rare piece of, like, you know, so whatever rags they wear in Monster Hunter, and you wear it like you feel like a sense of pride, right? Like, uh, like when you get a when you get a, a a drop from a raid in Destiny, like you you, you want to go around, you know, swinging your e peen around, right? Like, yeah, look at this, like I'm fucking I'm fuck fuck the drop. You want you want the full set? You got to run that raid multiple times and get the full exactly. and get the full set of armor and weapons. Like, come on, exactly. And, <laughs> and but none of that stuff feels like none of that stuff feels like it's worth it. You know what I mean? Like, like you get uh, you get a, a new rib cage for the Hulk, and it's like, oh, okay, I got a yellow rib cage for the Hulk, but like, you don't see it, right? And and they said that um, they said, well, we didn't want to do that because we wanted to preserve the looks of the uh, comics that we're drawing inspiration from. Instead, I we'll hitch it. on the back end for it. No problem. Right, right, right. <laughs> so you know, it's. Uh, I think this game is going to be okay. I'm not hearing a lot of buzz after this first beta weekend. And again, if you were going to hear all the buzz, it's from this weekend when only the people who have pre-ordered the game were yeah. able to play it. Yeah. So interesting. I, but I've been playing more. I've been playing way more Fall Guys. Than I than I would have thought. Well, that's because Fall Guys game. is just a tremendously fun video game. Yeah, it Ter- is. <laughs> Ter- Ter- Terrence talked about it last week. Um, it is like he said, like like a wipeout, like a you know that kind of a game where you're just running around online with uh, you start with you know up to sixty people, and through different events they have like different race events and team events and things of that nature. Uh, you'll whittle the field down until only one little colored blob is left uh is left standing and like micah said the game is just it's fun um it's super easy to play there's like four buttons that do anything in the game like it's literally move jump dive and grab that's it um and just the where the it's it's and it's you know it's a lot of it's rng driven in some ways uh, and and there's some skill base like you have to learn the different games and the and the nuances of the different um events that are in there um but some games especially like in the team games you're just gonna get fucked like (laughs) like it is what it is and you have to just kind of go in and and understand that if your teammates don't play very well together um or as terrence posted a video today just if uh someone cheats and snags your raccoon tail from you uh from way further than grabbing distance (laughs) yeah, from from like three little people away right (laughs) um but it's fun um i've gotten one crown so far which is what you get for winning i I just got my first crown right before we started i was like yo i gotta have something what was the what was the event what was the final event in the one you had um it was a grab ass oh i I hate grab ass grab ass is the worst (laughs) yeah i got real lucky (laughs) normally the final events uh for me are um the hexagon Mm -hmm. and i'm always like 
two or three from dropping and I get super excited. And then my, and then, you know, I, because I get excited, I'm like, oh, I almost got a no. <laughs> and then I fall. Um, I, I'm really good at Fall Mountain. That's that's the event that I got my first crown on. I've come close a couple other times as well. That's like the aggro crag one. In, yeah, in game, I've, so. I've been on that once, and I'm like, I'm not going to get this because I'm not good at races. Mm. Um, crushing the races. Like, I've, I've, I've finished first in so many race events so far. You just got to learn, you just gotta learn lace, and you got to learn the nuances. Like, the, the door dash, you have to... You have to just hang back a little bit and let the other people yeah. bang in the doors that don't that don't fall down <laughs> <laughs> and then go through. It's and, hilarious too. Plus, I you know I really hate the fact that I don't know if they're doing it on purpose. I don't know if they're just dumb. People just don't know how seesaws work. And <laughs> it is like like come on guys. Like I know we're like competing, but at the same time, like we got to work together, right? Like I was I was literally on one. Side, you know how the bridge splits, mm-hmm. and I was on I was on one side of the bridge. Oh, and the one side was just up in the air forever. Then yeah, you could it, it, we could lower back down. <laughs> and I'm like, hey guys, like like come on, dude. And then I, and then I sacrificed myself, hoping that I'll respawn on the other side. Mm. But like, nah, yo, nah. And then the team games, yo. Like as much as I like the team games, I think they're fun. Like they are the source of frustration in that game. Um, I like I like the soccer. The soccer is my favorite one. The soccer was really fun. Yes, uh, and I I really enjoy uh, like holding people. Mm-hmm. Oh yes, yes, Gra- sure grabbing, <laughs> carry carry grabbing people is like the troll move in that game. Like there are people that they'll get to the end of a race and just stand in front of the finish line and just try to obstruct people as they are coming by. Like they don't even care about <laughs> crossing the finish line early, which gets you extra kudos. So you should want to do it. They're just like, no, nah, I'm just gonna fuck with people. That's how it goes. I mean, video games. Yeah. No, but it's 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 super fun. Um, they're already adding a new game to the final event now, so there'll be another uh, potential final round game. Have you played the it's, – it's the one where you're on the circular platform and the the sticks are rotating around. You have to jump over them and, and be underneath of the the bigger pylon as well. Have you played that one? Yeah, I've only, I've only got that one once ever. When it's when they're coming, they're coming up like this. No, no, no. When they're when they're when they're spinning, when they're spinning, it's like there, there's two. One of them you can jump over, and then a big one that if you're in the air when it comes across, you'll get you'll get hit in the face. Oh no, I haven't done that one. Okay, so well, they're adding a variant of that to the final round where the platform that you're standing on will get smaller as the round progresses along, so it'll make it more difficult. Um, but yeah, like I, I can see them doing a lot with this game. Uh, there's tons of just goofy and fun costumes that you can earn uh, or buy because, of course, there's a there's a microtransaction system to buying the currency in the game if you want it. Um, but it just buys you, you know, outfits. It's not anything crazy. Yeah, just buys you like a hot dog or whatever. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I would imagine that this is something that they'll be adding like new events to over time. I hope I hope they trickle those out consistently. I hope they don't they don't wait for like the new season to roll out like you know, six new games and stuff like that. But it's fun. Like I said, it's a great way to kill an hour. Uh, it's a great streaming game. Like, it, it's it's fun to just watch people play it online on Twitch. Um, yeah. So, yeah, Fall Guys is great. And, again, if you have PlayStation Plus, it's free. You should get it. It's really good. Carrie, I think it's on PC, too, if you wanted to pay $20 for it. So, it's worthwhile. <laughs> so, uh, lastly, uh, yeah. Retrowave. Yeah. 
I didn't know about this game. A friend of mine bought this game for me because he knows I am very into like the vaporwave aesthetic. Um, Retrowave is like one of these endless driving games where you just like you get in a car and you drive and you're just trying to avoid running into other cars. Um, but like the aesthetics are very good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, very like 80s laser kind of shit. I don't know. It's good. It's got a good like soundtrack with a lot of synthwave and vaporwave artists. So um, that's been a, a good sort of like I need to just sort of like zone out for 10 minutes at a time kind of game. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's on Steam. I don't know how much it costs. Again, a buddy of mine bought it for me because he knows that that's my aesthetic. Um, other than that, I'm still just playing monster hunter uh they added a new monster variant last week frost fang barioth who is uh not as difficult as i was expecting him to be um but i like that they're continuing to again just sort of add more content and they're they've got like a roadmap through the fall where they're like we're debuting a new monster and we're adding in an old fan favorite monster and we're doing new events and stuff like that so yeah monster hunter is very good um like a lot of my free time has not been spent playing video games recently i've been buying a lot of vinyl including a lot of video game vinyl um i got the undertale soundtrack in on vinyl last week uh that's really cool i've got the delta rune vinyl soundtrack coming in i just pre-ordered the soundtracks for Sonic Adventure and Sonic Adventure 2 on vinyl. Um, so yeah, I've been spending a lot of time listening to video game music and also working on arrangements of video game music for uh, my orchestra. So There you go. Yep. Uh, one new game came out this week. It's called Collar Cross Malice Unlimited, which is available. That sounds very Switch. Japanese. It looks very Japanese. How did I not know about this? It might not be your style of game. I don't. I don't know what it is. Uh, like I said, there was it's nothing. It's my access games, so it kind of sounds like something I would be interested in. But um, it's a visual novel video game. That's uh, never mind. Oh, it's an otome game, so it's like a dating sim too. Right? Oh. Mm, love me some anime boys. <laughs> so if you're uh, if you are into that. <laughs> Then uh, that is available. If you want to get week. hot for some drawings, then this game is for you. There you go. That's your new releases for the week. I hate this time of year. Um, <laughs> it's, been, it's like it's exacerbated even more by uh, by the current <laughs> right. world situation. So, <laughs> God damn! Like I, I which we'll we'll, which we will be talking about as soon as Micah is on the ad read because today's big news was uh something. But we'll get there. Mm. Uh, YouTube.com. Go to YouTube.com slash Dense Pixels. Click that notification bell. Uh, subscribe and click the notification be- 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 bell to uh, be notified whenever a new video comes up. Subscribe to all of the TNP Studio podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts, including the Nerdpocalypse, Black on Black Cinema. Uh, we have to record uh, an episode about a bad movie um, that wasn't trying to be bad. 
Um, coming distractions in the weekly preview episode of uh, the Live Forward Political Podcast. Go to densepixels.com slash premium. $5 a month, $50 a year. You get access to all of the premium slate of podcasts, including the airing of grievances, No Time to Bleed, The Men with the Golden Tongues, Upstage Conversation, and the full two-hour, sometimes two-hour-plus episode of the Look Forward Political Podcast. Uh, there was some big news in uh, politics as of uh, about two hours ago, as uh, the day that this is being recorded. So I'm, su- I'm sure that uh, Jay and Andy and maybe Brad will, uh, will talk about it. And um, I was trying to work Thailand into there, but I, I, I couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even think they mentioned that this week. There's too much other crazy shit that happened to. I think they did, but work. it was very briefly. Right. It was way too much. It was too much other stuff going on. So, but uh, densepixels.com slash premium. There you go. So, we've we said before we are fully supportive of any time a game needs to be delayed so that it can release at its full potential. Uh, even more so in the times of COVID, where most studios are still closed, uh, employees are working from home, a little bit more difficult to coordinate. You know. Just, just a tougher time all around. So expect delays. Now that being said, I would think that if you were even slightly considering the possibility that your major tentpole release that is going to buoy your brand new console that's coming out this fall might be delayed, that you wouldn't quite literally two weeks before this have a major reveal event to show off the game and to kind of like pump your chest, pump your chest out and, mm-hmm. and, and, and kind of do all these things. And then two weeks later we find out that halo infinite has been delayed into spring 2021. Uh, Chris Lee, who's the head of three, four, three studios uh, said that the decision to hold the game until next year was due to quote multiple factors, including the ongoing, COVID-related impacts. He said, quote, it is not sustainable for the team to rush it out for this holiday when the Series X is slated for launch. By the way, Microsoft did confirm in this release that the Series X is coming out in November. Uh, No specific date has been given. I'm not surprised, per se, about this news, but it's not a good look when this was the featured software during the reveal event, and of the games that they showed off, this was the biggest one that was supposed to come out this year to release alongside of the console. And now it's not. And that um, seems like it's going to be a bit of a blow to the launch of the series X. The, uh, the conspiracy theorist in me, Thanks to that, uh, <laughs> that every that the folks over at three four three and Microsoft, respectively, saw the uh, all the memes <laughs> of, of Halo not looking like what people expect a next generation Halo game to look like. They were like, uh, "Hold up, <laughs> maybe we gotta maybe we gotta let this cook a little more." <laughs> I don't really have much to add on this. I mean, it it doesn't bode well for the launch of the 
Series X. Is that's what the console is called, right? Mm-hmm. The Series X. Uh, that like the the your your killer app mm-hmm. isn't launching until who knows when next year, really. But uh, first of all. Microsoft is no stranger to terrible console launches. I mean, we can always go back and look at the launch of the Xbox One for that. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I I don't think I don't think that it's going to like doom the console for it to like not launch with the console. But at the same time, it's like I don't know. We are in unprecedented times. We are. It's, but again, if we, we've joked on the pod for months that Microsoft really doesn't care whether or not you buy an Xbox One Series mm-hmm. X. But if there was a reason to buy one, because again, you got to have third party games are going to come out on both. Yes. You got to have at least one or two first party titles that people want to get their hands on to sway you. And now they don't really have any that are launching alongside the console. So, again, launch is not everything. It's day one. But I have to imagine that Sony was not sad to hear this news when it came out across the wire today. So, that sucks. Uh, Disappointing for everyone involved. Um, But, again, it's going to be a better product at the end of the day. And and, And truth be told... What's the Miyamoto quote? I, I can't remember the exact quote, but something along the lines of a delayed game is delayed only disappointing. A delayed game is good. Right. A bad game is always bad. Or right. A rush game is, 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 always is bad forever or something like that. So, um, Which he's right. But again, you know, it's just unfortunate to have the whiplash going from the pomp and circumstance from a couple weeks ago to now the game's yeah. not coming out for an extra at least four months until past the original release date. Um, speaking of surprising news, that's a bit disappointing. Um, Yoshinori Ono has left Capcom. Uh, he was with Capcom for 25 years. Um, he was most More than, notably. He says almost, almost 30 years he was yeah. at Capcom, which boggles my mind because I don't think he looks older than 30. Look, there, there's yeah. a, uh, <laughs> there, there's a, you know there's what? a common phrase out not there. We're not going to say it though. <laughs> We're not going to say it, but whatever. Uh, he started, <laughs> he, he does have a baby face. Um, he was of course the producer, uh, on street fighter four, um, which was, w- would you argue that street fighter four, the most successful street fighter game? Um, no, I would say it's the second most. So you think it's two? Okay. Yeah. Two okay. is two is the most successful. But four is four is right up there. Right. You know what I mean? Like in in, in terms of like both hardcore people and casual people. I would uh, say speaking as someone who doesn't really even play fighting games, probably two and four are the most important fighting games of their respective console generations. Probably a good call. Yeah, yeah, I can. I I, I agree with that. Uh, ono is, of course, also known for being a crazy person uh, at Capcom events. So, <laughs> so, so you will definitely be missed for that. He's a very energetic fellow uh, who really likes Blanca. Like, really, really likes Blanca. <laughs> like, he's his absolute favorite. 
Um, he, he says in his, in his farewell, uh, address that he posted on Twitter, uh, quote, Capcom staff and the new generation will continue taking care of the street fighter brand and leading the world warriors. And I do believe that they will continue making street fighter extraordinary. I will look forward to seeing the new street fighter brand and how it's going to be expanded just as one of the regular gamers next time around. I get, like I said, when you've been, when you've been, uh, with one company, um, for as long as, as long as he was, uh, you, you know, you want to try different things. I don't know what more he could have done, uh, with Capcom and with street fighter, uh, than he already did. So, yeah, he's, uh, I met him. I had the pleasure of meeting him once, uh, at like a, at like a comic con when, uh, when the second, it, it was either when street fighter four vanilla was coming out or the first wave of DLC characters. I think that's what it was. And um, he's a sweetheart of a guy, right? He walks around with his translator because, you know, he doesn't know a lot of English. But uh, you can just tell, like, that guy, he's, he's passionate about his job. And um, he, he was a really good dude. And uh, he's not dead, obviously. But, <laughs> but, uh, but uh, he, he seemed to... He seemed to be uh, an excellent bridge between the gamers and the brass at Capcom, and uh, so yeah, good good for that guy. And I uh, hope uh, I wish nothing but uh, good things for him in his future endeavors. Uh, this does come on the heels of the announcement of the what we can expect to see in the final uh, content season of Street Fighter Five, the fifth season. Uh, starting with Dan coming back to the game, uh, which I know many folks are quite excited about. Guess like I I read this mm-hmm. and I was like, how is Dan not already in Street Fighter Five? I thought he would have been on the original roster. No, Dan Dan is a very uh, like I said, he's a very unique character. Um, he's he's garbage. He's he's terrible. His whole point is that he's right. Garbage. It's, it's, it's the whole point is he's terrible. But still very popular. I I enjoyed uh, in Street Fighter Four. Uh, if if I had people that were just really really bad at playing Street Fighter that kept wanting to match up with me online, I would eventually switch to using Dan uh, and still beat them because they were bad at playing Street Fighter. Um, so we're getting him. Uh, Rose is coming back to the game as well. Uh, she'll be available next spring. Uh, in the summer we get Oro and then Akira from Rival Schools. Uh, nice to see Capcom remember that that game existed. Yeah, I saw a lot of people very excited for Akira because uh, a lot of people really like Rival Schools and really want a new Rival Schools game. Uh, that's been something that people have wanted for a very, very long time because mm-hmm. Project Justice was also very one. good. No, you're not. You're definitely not yeah, going to get one. But uh, people did want it. And then there's a new character coming uh, in the fall uh, as yet uh, unannounced. So I would assume an original character of some kind. But we'll see. Yeah, uh, they're um, going to actually put um, Yoshi Ono into the game. <laughs> <laughs> what if they just did that I mean, and it like, was just him wearing a Blanca costume? <laughs> I mean, like, don't, don't, you know, don't like, sleep on it. They they named a character Seth after Seth Killian, Seth Killian yeah. right? So it's not impossible. So uh, um, this is cool. I don't know if uh, I would. I don't know if I'll, I would rush out and get uh, this this character pass. Like as cool as it is to see Dan, who is just like like he's 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 the joke character, but he's one of the few characters that um, 
has a whole lot of personality in Street Fighter. Like all the characters have personality. He's got a ton of it, right? And uh, he doesn't take himself seriously. Like, like it's it, to me, it seems like everybody gets the joke with Dan. And um, uh, but I, I don't see myself playing Dan. Uh, I was never a Rose player, and I'm curious to see why Rose is in this, given that Manat is in this. Um, I was never a normal player. Uh, it would be cool to play as uh, Akira, but um, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. Catch on a sale. It'll be on sale at some point. The season back. Yeah, it'll be. Yeah, yeah, it'll be on sale. Um, Rocksteady finally has uh, opened the lid, the slightest smidge on their new long-awaited game. Uh, they have confirmed that it is going to be a Suicide Squad game of some kind. Uh, we will get more details on August 22nd, so we're not going to talk about it too much here because it would just be wild speculation. Uh, you guys care much more about comics than I do. Uh, your excitement level uh, that it is Suicide Squad and not that appears to have Superman in it in some way, shape, or form. Yeah, because it's the Suicide Squad logo as like a crosshairs on Superman's right. head. Um, so look, I think last time I talked about this, like it's going to come down to what the game actually looks like. You know, I I think a Suicide Squad game could be very cool, um, particularly if they lean hard into like cooperative gameplay, um, team bit based gameplay. Um, I think it could be very cool. It could also be hot fucking garbage. It, it could depends. be Marvel's Avengers. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. It could I, be Marvel's Avengers. I was Avengers. thinking. It, like, what, it, what, it, what if this is a looter, the, the, a looter Suicide Squad game? It could be that. We don't know. You don't know. Um, so, I mean, that's, I, I really don't have too terribly strong feelings about it. I wish that they had done another DC character because the Suicide Squad just feels like an extension of Batman at this point anyway, and I'm very tired of Batman. Um, But, I mean, we will learn more about this in the DC Fandom on August 22nd, and I have to wonder how that event is going to go, given that DC is hemorrhaging employees right now, so yeah. We, um, this, uh, you know, I'll give this a shot. Uh, I'm curious to see what it is. I think you can, I think you can, you know, because the Suicide Squad works for the government, uh, the government isn't, you know, true evil. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're like neutral evil. So they don't really, so I could see you fighting superheroes and supervillains. And if that's the case, it opens up the DC world a bit. Uh, the fact that they have Superman, somebody, somebody, some people think that might be Bizarro, uh, given the stuff around his eyeballs. Mm. Um, but given the fact that you are targeting Superman, uh, leads me to believe that this is a much wider, a more open, like this could be the bridge to um, link other Arkham verse dc properties together um yeah i'm i'm curious to see what it is uh and i'm curious to see the lineup for the suicide squad that they pick um yeah so we'll see finally uh after raiding microsoft's coffers thanks to their impulsions 
Ninja's back on Twitch. Shocking. <laughs> yes. So uh, he I'm he's back. He's uh, apoplectic about yeah. Ninety six thousand viewers um, on his account and climbing as he's back on Twitch again. And uh, yeah, he got really fucking rich. Well, more more rich. He was rich before. He got more rich uh, signing a long exclusivity deal. If you guys recall, with Mixer, uh, Microsoft streaming platform that they then shuttered, released everyone from their contracts, still paid them out in full, <laughs> and just let them do whatever they had to do. So there you go, Ninja. Hey, is man. he uh, he played this game. Look, he played. He, don't hate he the player. Well. <laughs> <laughs> don't hate the player. He was he was like a ninja the way he fucking executed this fucking plan. <laughs> uh, I can't be mad at him for this. I can't be mad at him for no, this. No, look. I could be mad at Obviously, him. you're going to go back to the biggest streaming platform when, when you want to stream. <laughs> and you're not locked into an exclusivity contract elsewhere. Like, obviously. No one's surprised. I don't blame him at all. Apparently, he's not a partner on the platform, though. Like, like, like he does. Give it a week. Yeah, we'll see. That's true. <laughs> I don't know. Does he really need the money? Like, like if that dude's smart, like he's he's letting that shit accrue like crazy in the bank right now. He doesn't need he doesn't need money. He doesn't really want it. But I think you're right. I think wait until uh wait until he gets that sub count mm-hmm. back up again, and then uh or the follow count rather, and then we'll turn on the uh the partner again. Crazy. So yeah. Uh. Very sorry about that. Um, oh my god, I'm sorry about that too. Uh, go to www.densepixels.com/slash Amazon. Where Mike, go to Mike can go to get some cough drops, apparently. Yeah, <laughs> when you go to www.densepixels.com/slash Amazon uh, and make all your Amazon purchases, you uh, help the show by um, by not doing anything except the thing that you're already doing. Uh, shopping on uh, Amazon. Go to www.amazon.com slash dense pixels. So Sony had uh, a state of play <laughs> feature last week. Um, very third party centric. I don't think that there was any first party PlayStation games uh, on here at all. Um, nope. It wasn't earth shattering in any way, shape or form. Uh, I'll, I'll swing by the, the biggest announcements um, real quick, they announced a lot of features for Crash Bandicoot 4, uh, multiple playable characters, uh, the kind of post-game content mode actually looks interesting. Not only is it a mirror mode, but they're all, they also change the mechanics and the, and the way the stages work in an appreciable way. Like, you know, one stage, like, like they might, a stage might take place entirely underwater. Like when you play through it in the, in the hard mode or the mirrored mode or things like that. Um, or with different visual styles. Um, pretty cool. I'm not a crash bandicoot fan, but, uh, I I'd be, I'd be pretty happy if you were looking forward to getting that game, uh, in October with what they shut off. Yeah. I thought, I thought, I thought it looked pretty good. Yeah. Um, also quite impressive. So Hitman three, uh, is getting PSVR support, but it's getting PSVR support for the entire, entire catalog of Hitman missions through all three iterations of the game. Um, so if you want to experience Hitman in an all new way, uh, it seems like VR might be a pretty interesting, uh, and cool way to do that. Uh, if you are so inclined 
So pretty nifty. Uh, there's a Braid Anniversary Edition coming for PS4 and PS5 next year. I got to tell you, Braid is one of those games that I just do not understand why people like it as much as they do. I don't they, either, uh, but... They, it makes people think that they're smart. Uh. <laughs> That's the thing, right? And the guy who like developed the game thinks he's also really smart, too, because the thing that people immediately posted uh, when they announced Braid Anniversary Edition what it was it was like... Some some fucking it was Soldier Boy. Soldier Boy had a video where he was playing Braid and was just like, "Yo, I can hit the rewind. I can do this and look at all this shit I can do." And there's like a video of the creator of Braid reacting to Soldier Boy like playing his game, and he's like, "That's not how you're supposed to play the game." <laughs> 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 knowing knowing what little I know about the uh about the creator braid and the witness that seems incredibly on brand. Yeah, Jonathan so. Blow basically sat in a dark room and cried about how Soldier Boy didn't enjoy didn't play his video game the way that he wanted it to be played. So uh that guy can kick rocks cuz he seems like a pretentious douchebag. <laughs> yeah, he really does. He really does. He seems like he's the main character in Braid if you know what I'm talking about. Have Dude, you finished that game? Me? No. I, I, I'm aware of the twist ending, yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, look, spoilers for Braid. If you're for, which, played, came, which came out 12 years ago, so that you're not you're not spoiling right. anything. So <laughs> you are you are playing a guy, uh you're playing a nice guy um <laughs> who is off to save his his oh. uh, beloved. He's searching for a princess, and it turns out that he's the monster the princess is running from. Yes, yeah, and it's and it's interesting. He has a he has very well coiffed hair, uh, white gentleman, red tie, kind of Tucker Carlson ish in a lot of ways. That's he looks. Yeah, he looks. <laughs> I don't feel like that's accidental. Jonathan, Jonathan Blow, Blow predicted Tucker Carlson before Tucker Carlson became Tucker Carlson, even though Tucker Jonathan Carlson was still Blow Tucker Carlson. Blow has stated that there is more than one interpretation of the story and that he would not be capable of explaining the whole story of the game in words. Mm. And he said that the central idea is, quote, something big and subtle and resists being looked at directly. Blow considered Braid to be about the journey, not the destination, and he deliberately designed a plot to not the he deliberately designed the the plot to not be fully revealed to the player unless they completed the game, seeing it as a way to provide a long-term challenge. Neat. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. It's a platformer, guys. Yeah, it's right. A that's a that's a like, real long way all, to say me did twist ending real good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. right. uh, look, not taking anything away from the actual game. I just think I just think it's I just think the creator is a, a bit pompous. That's all. Like it's a fun game, um, but at the same time, like he he does that thing that the stereotypical like artist does, right? And it just I don't know. It rubs me the wrong way. But I'm old. Yeah, I, I I'm with you there. Um, they revealed a bit more about what the gameplay in in the mysterious bug snacks uh, looks like. This looks like a cute game. And again, but judging by the fact that uh, Octodad was apparently very good, I've never played it, um, it should probably be pretty solid. And then they showed a long demo of Godfall, the the looter slasher that's coming 
uh, to current and next generation consoles. Um, I'm I'm interested enough in Godfall to probably check it out at some point when it comes out. Looks like an interesting game. Uh, but that was it. That was the that was the state of play uh, for third party PlayStation. Um, two much bigger stories. So we talked about last week how XCloud is out and it's coming uh, first to Android but not to iPhone. Well, we found out the reason for that, and that's because Apple is actually blocking XCloud from the App Store. Um, here's the quote from Apple. Uh, it says the app store was created to be a safe and trusted place for consumers to discover and download apps and a great business opportunity for all developers. Before they go in our store, all apps are reviewed against the same set of guidelines that are intended to protect customers and provide a fair and level playing field for developers. Now, the reason supposedly that this is happening is because Apple's trying to argue that they would technically have to approve every single new game that came onto the xCloud service for consumption in the App Store since you can play them through this app that they are allowing to be hosted uh, in, in the App Store itself. Really, what this actually boils down to is Apple's like, huh, you guys are getting $10, $15 a month from people to use this service. And you're putting this in our app store for free, and we want to get paid. That's literally all this is. They 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 just see money that someone else is making that they want their slice of. That's it. That it is it is not more simple than that. In all honesty, what do you guys yeah, think? I I, I agree. <laughs> yeah, I, that's it. I mean, it <laughs> it just is funny to me. I I don't know. I don't know. Um. Yeah. Like I said, I just <laughs> the the Apple walled garden approach is just continues to to make me laugh. Um and they just got hauled up before Congress not too long ago along with a few other folks to talk about this very thing <laughs> about about antitrust and the fact that uh they are the sole arbiters of what goes in their app store and what doesn't and that can provide for uh lack of competition in certain areas so Nothing better display than this. Uh, Speaking of politics, so there's a story that came out in the politics world that everyone freaked out momentarily because they thought it might affect video games. And then when you when you walk in back, we're not right. But we're not. But we're still not entirely sure. So basically, the moron president um, signed a a number of executive orders. So he he wants to go after TikTok. why? But he, huh? Why? I'm sorry. Why does he want to go after? This? Because he's trying to punish China. That's that's literally that's uh, it. All, all of this. All right. That that's it. Um, but there's also a chat app called WeChat that they took aim at as well, which apparently is a very popular app in China. Um, that works as also like a currency exchange, you know, mm-hmm. kind of like PayPal, Cash App kind of deal. Um, but that's owned by Tencent, and the executive order that he signed says that um, 45 days from the order, which was signed last week, uh, any transaction that is related to WeChat by any person or, or with respect to any property subject to the jurisdiction of the United States with Tencent Holdings or any subsidiary of that entity uh, is to be prohibited. Now, Tencent owns a few other things besides WeChat. Uh, Riot. 
like Riot Games, the makers of League of Legends, and they own minority shares in Epic Games, the maker of Fortnite, <laughs> the most popular game on the planet. Uh, they also own Supercell, who is the developer of Clash of Clans, one of the most mo- popular mobile games on the market. Oh, and they also have minority stakes in Ubisoft, Activision Blizzard, Blue Hole, PlayerUnknown's Battlegrounds, Platinum Games. <laughs> so basically, there's a lot That's, of they have their hands in a lot of pies. Hands in a lot, a lot, in a lot, a lot. I've actually had to cover Tencent for work, and I cover finance. Uh, nothing to do with you know video games or technology. Um, but um, yeah, basically though. Um, the executive order concerning WeChat only blocks transactions related to WeChat and not those involving other Tencent holdings. So 45 days after August 6th, and I'm not going to do the math on that to figure out exactly when that is, um, the Secretary of Commerce will then outline exactly what is and is not affected by the executive order. So... That being said, the ban itself has already had an impact on Tencent by seeing its stock fall by more than 10% in Hong Kong on Friday after the ban was announced. So, so here's here's the problem, though, is that w- without making this into an episode of Look Forward, the current uh, executive administration that runs the United States of America are quite stupid. When it comes They're to this not kind of stuff, at their jobs, and because they did not come out front and clarify this immediately, you had an entire day of headlines. Donald Trump's trying to ban Fortnite. Mm-hmm. Donald Trump's <laughs> trying to ban League of Legends, and while that stuff is probably going to be wrong, and because we don't know, because they haven't clarified specifically what transactions would be banned, assuming this order goes into effect um man what a just stupid thing to do like like showing complete lack of awareness for the culture around you in any way shape or form it's almost as if the administration doesn't have much of a grasp on reality (laughs) which is which is funny because he does have a son who's like what is what is 15 or something along those lines. He looks like he's 30. He does. I would imagine that he probably is a consumer of Fortnite and perhaps some of the other games on this list as well. You'd think maybe you could have shouted down the hall at uh at old Sonny Boy to That's to a, that's a bold assumption of you to make that uh good good that old he, that good, he talks to his youngest. That's son. true. Yeah, that's that, he, fair, that he talks to his children. That's an absolute fair point. Yeah. Um now many have pointed out at you know, use the coverage of the story to point out that uh, Tencent has a, involved in a lot of things, and that potentially is is pretty bad. And it, you know, it could be, it could be if they decided to to really start flexing financial muscle and stuff like that. Honestly, with with them as far as video games goes, I think they just want to make a shitload of money. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's really that's really all it boils down to at the end of the day. Yeah. Um, Look, much as I believe Tencent is ultimately a fine purveyor of Chinese malware, um, <laughs> I, <laughs> I think their their holdings in most of these um, international video game companies are fairly benign. Uh, so I just I don't see this this executive order having any sort of impact on the video game industry. 
Did make for I mean, some money. It feels like no executive order has any kind of impact to me. Well, from from this administration, yes. Like like other other presidents have, you know, of, of more that, you know, astute legal astute legal minds, work. right? Uh, and um, and could actually, you know, hire someone competent to write it and you know put legal <laughs> terms in there that make sense. You know, it's 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 not as if you know, it's not like. You know the current administration is saying in executive order making legal something that's been legal for ten years, huh. like the ability to not have pre-existing conditions held against you by an insurance provider. Hmm. <sighs> We're just going to make a big deal out of doing something that's already been done and taking credit for it. Yeah, well, yeah. during an election year, you know, mm-hmm. what are you going to do? <sighs> so your your daily dose of uh, or weekly dose of video games and politics crossover. Yes. So uh, we go to the post office. Um, let's see here. We'll start with Henry, uh, who says, "Any recommendations for good PS4 wrestling games in addition to Fire Pro World Wrestling? I am tired of cursing at the cluster fudge. That's very generous. Called WWE 2K20 and support for the less cluster fudge called WWE uh, 2K19 is about to end." Um, I can tell you emphatically that the WWE officially licensed games are all terrible. All of them. Yes. Um, so don't play those. They're very bad. Um, Fire Pro is probably the best thing that's out there right now. There's another game, and I've seen it on YouTube, and I you'll have to forgive me. I don't remember what it's called. But it's coming out soon. That's being done in the style of the like Super WrestleMania style uh, Super Nintendo games from back in the day. Um, so it's kind of like that, uh, head on view of the rings kind of angled back and it's, it's a little, not, not the wrestling arcade game, but like WWE raw and Royal rumble and games like that. Um, which looks interesting. So that might be worth a look again. I apologize. I can't remember the name of it. Um, but search for, you know, wrestling games coming soon in 2019, I guess, and we can find it. Um, unless one of you guys can, can find it in the space. It takes me to vamp until (laughs) the next, I get to the next question. Yeah. I'm looking. All right. Well, we'll move on to Trey. Who says, who at Rockstar or Remedy do I have to talk to for them to make a Max Payne-style game about Terrence tracking down the hacker who hacked his account? Yes, for those of you that have not seen, uh, poor Terrence um, had someone hack into his personal account and uh, is trying to spam his friends with uh, promises of of money, free it's money. A very scamp- it's, a, it's a very obvious scam where you, e- you know... He's like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give away six hundred dollars to the first fifty people who comment cash, and you comment cash, and he's like, you need to inbox me, and then you send them a DM, and you're like, how do I get the money? And they're like, well, first you gotta give me the code for a hundred dollar iTunes gift card, and then you, if you're a moron, you go out <laughs> and you, and you buy a hundred dollars in iTunes money, and then you don't get any cash back because you're a fucking idiot. Who does this work on? Morons. <laughs> That's what I want to know. Mm-hmm. Hey, hey, look, it almost worked on me. So not oh with God. this, not with this scheme, with a with a voiceover thing that I was doing. Oh, yeah, but that's at least a little more subtle, Mike. It's not. It's it's not. It's not buy a two hundred dollar gift card. Give me the code, and I'll give you nine hundred dollars in cash. Like that's literally the level of scam that this dude is trying to run. And yeah. poor well, and poor Terrence. Like all of us are reporting 
the the fact that his account got hacked. And if, at a court, the most recent development is Facebook has told him that he is not him. Yeah, Facebook is. Um, Facebook sucks. We really AI. need to get Discord going at some point here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good and lord. Look, if anyone is seeing this, if anyone is getting those messages from Terrence's account, this is a lot more serious than uh, we're kind of letting on here. Like, I, do what you can to to report that account and then block that account. Like. I was blocked by the account because I responded to one of the threads saying, this is a fucking scam. Don't reply cash. You're fucking idiots. Um, so, yeah, I can no longer report the account as being hacked because that person blocked me. Yeah. So that just sucks, though. Um, better hope Terrence does not figure out who that dude is. Terrence is going to beat the shit out of that, man. Dude, it's some he's probably over in like, India. Yeah, I know. He's like, probably overseas somewhere. Like Indonesia or some shit. Um, let's see. Uh, Malcolm says, what do you feel is the lasting legacy of Yoshiono? Will he be remembered for a brilliant franchise in Street Fighter or will the troubles of Street Fighter V and even uh, Marvel's Capcom Infinite taint his legacy? He's uh, he, He'll be remembered as a beloved figure. Street yeah. Fighter V is rebounded nicely. Uh, mm-hmm. Street Fighter IV was an un- unabashed success. Uh, with 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 no uh, proclivities, and no one remembers Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite. That game has been relegated to the dustbin of history already. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, John says, "Let me tell you what I really don't need." And John, I am in. We are simpatico uh, with this seventy-four-year-old Vince McMahon spin on Antifa. It's only been a couple weeks, but unlike Raw Underground, which has some promise. Retribution is uh, booty, as he as he <laughs> as he puts uh, out there. Uh, John is right. Um, when we found out that this retribution group was invading Raw and SmackDown over the last several weeks, and it's just a bunch of people dressed in all black, face masks, and they're just blowing up transformers and throwing cinder blocks through windows and coming in and destroying the ring and the set and all this other stuff and just breaking shit and we don't know why yet um it's very obvious what that is uh i agree with you john uh vince mcmahon's perception of what antifa is is not something that i really care to see on a television screen um because vince mcmahon is a 74 year old republican um who politically is probably just as dumb as any other uh republican grandpa that's out there i don't want to see i don't want to see any um him his wife their kids, their kid, their kids. Like, nah, yo, nah. Y'all make way too much money for me to want to see what your version of anti-fascist is. Right. That being and said, you know it's gonna. You know they're gonna. They're gonna like. They're gonna like have the the group is going to be some acronym that's that when spelled out is like Antifa. I don't know. Retribution's a pretty long name to divide it out into an acronym. I don't know, man. We can. I don't know. They'll figure it out. We'll see. Um, And they're not the only ones doing dumb shit, by the way. Uh, Chris Jericho has turned this late stage of his career into a dramatic heel turn, Uh, whereas Randy Orton has has become the mega mega real-life baby face, which is hilarious (laughs) to me. Um, Chris Jericho, an all-lives-matter type of dude, uh, just played a uh, show at Sturgis at the Sturgis uh, motorcycle rally. That's going on right now. No mask requirements or anything like that. As Johnny coined him, and this is fucking fantastic. The Ayatollah of Rock and Rona. 
Carrie, Chris Jericho's nickname in WCW used to be the Ayatollah of Rock and Rolla. So. <laughs> yep. Oh shit. Some might some might say a real a real Judas that Chris Jericho. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> uh? Yeah, uh, if you're willing, if you're willing to risk your life to go see Fozzie, like <laughs> and, and Smash Mouth, apparently. Yeah, I was gonna say right. Smash Mouth. You can go ahead and die. I don't care. <laughs> 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 You'd be doing the world a favor. Smash Mouth doesn't even have any excuses because, according to them, somebody once told them the world was gonna roll them. They're not the sharpest tools in the shed. They should know better. <laughs> Oh man, ton, ton, six, six years of work of being a fun, fun account on Twitter, completely undone by stupidity. Yeah, in one weekend. Damn you, uh, Smash Mouth! Damn you to hell. We were all rooting for you, Smash Mouth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, finally, we return to Malcolm, who says more racist character: Leroy Smith from Tekken Seven, or the original Rufus from Street Fighter Four, who was a black karate man. So I don't know if you've uh, ever seen Rufus uh, concept art. No, no. But the original uh, look for Rufus. Do you remember one of Ken's ultimate uh, alternate costumes in Street Fighter Four was essentially a karate gi robe uh, with a uh, with a like a chain and 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 like oh like yeah when they when they did those mm. really weird like like gang style <laughs> like gang style costumes for him Ryu and Chun Li. The, this was a uh, Street Fighter Four, and yes. it, I think that was Street Fighter Five. Oh, okay. Anyway, that was that design was originally supposed to belong to a black man named Rufus, uh, which you know kind of makes sense when you think about it. Like, why is this white guy named Rufus? Like, I've like it, it is it is weird, right? Like, Rufus used to be a a thin black dude who was bald and had a gold chain. And I, I mean, was he like the grown-up version of Sean, essentially? No, he was like Kevin Garnett in a in a karate game. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, I see him. Okay, he looks like that. Looks like a very generic black karate man, as Malcolm astutely points out. Yeah, right. That's exactly what he is. And um, you know, I'm 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 glad he is wearing uh, high top sneakers under his gi though, because. You know, yeah, under the baggiest gi in the world. <laughs> Only the pants, though. the 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 top is is regular, and then the pants are extremely baggy. Right. So i uh, I don't know. I have to imagine that Rufus would be the more racist character, given that it is Street Fighter. Right. Like, but like, there is a history of immense. Uh, yeah, immense like racism in Street they Fighter. They really enjoy stereotypes over there in Street mm-hmm. Fighter. Fucking T Hawk is this giant stoic Native American who does shit like this and sits Native American style or yeah. whatever it is. And and the Japanese applesauce, right? Then they have the stalwart Japanese, you know, hero and his loud ass American counterpart. And then they have like the the, then they have, him, like the, yeah, yeah, he's a yogi. All right, yo, all right. Yeah. And, and yeah, so mm-hmm. Street Fighter traffics and stereotypes. So I have to imagine that any character 
that comes out would be more racist than any Tekken character. Literally any of them. Plus, I kind of like Leroy's look. He's, he's an old black I was going to say, like, I feel like when Leroy came out, people were like, yo, this is dope. Like, yeah. I, I don't remember there being much of any pushback against Yeah, Leroy. I, I actually like Leroy's look, man. He's uh, When I first heard the name, I was Leroy Smith. What the fuck? But, like, yeah, you see that character? Yeah, he, he looks like a Leroy Smith. <laughs> <laughs> well, you said it. I, I and instead, you know, instead of like racist karate black man, they had big fat racist white guy, right? Like he's a, he's loud, he's obnoxious, he's gross looking. He's got like that happy trail of hair from his navel to in his pants, and mm-hmm. yeah, he's yeah he's arrogant and shit. Like they they spread it around, except when it comes to the Japanese character. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so that is uh, that is it for the post office. Thank you guys very much for uh, submitting your questions. Don't forget, you too can go to densepixels.com slash fans uh, and join our fan group. That way you can submit questions to us every week. Uh, make sure you subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcast, along with all the other TNP studio shows. Head over to YouTube, youtube.com slash densepixels. Subscribe to us there as well. And ring the bell icon so you're always notified when new videos get posted. And then when you're done that... While you're on the internet, as Micah is partial to saying, uh, swing on over to Twitch and follow those of us that actually use the platform. Uh, Sup, it's Carrie. It's Carrie. Apparition 410 is Terrence. And uh, go ahead and give Dense Pixels Brad that follow because I'm going to start uh, doing that soon. I, I ordered my Elgato uh, last week, waiting for that wow. to apparently come from Taiwan. I don't know why it's not in the States already, but, <laughs> but we're waiting for that to happen. I should be streaming... Monster Hunter on a pretty regular basis. I'm waiting on a buddy of mine to make some new uh, streaming assets. There you go. OBS outward. So, so yeah. yeah, I will. Uh, like I said, as soon as I uh, get that in, I will let you guys know what I what schedule. I'm going to try to keep to a regular schedule uh, and and actually do this consistently because it's fun. So, so that's it. Thank you guys very much for watching and listening, and we will see you all the next time. Thanks. <laughs>